Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If love and gogi is wrong, I don't want to be right. What would Socrates say to that? It tickles my face. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Goosies. I don't have hair! Oof. You got Marcos. That's not... No, that's not... Wait. <laughs> yeah, that's true, you do got me! Get over here, Marcos. Let me look at They don't want it! They don't want it! Toby and Leroy, ready to deploy. Had to hit her with a little journalism, but that was a decoy. Better head about me, boy, okay. Leroy and Tobin, hold to the show, man. Stairs on the songs with the show, and till then, it's half moon open. Sometimes go taste like a snowman. No proof, I'm a lie about a mode, and no proof. Like I always wanted him, I never hated him, I never traded him, and if I did, I never ever traded him. You know what? What is a star like under the city? The driver's side fly, go take a large, so many more. Ten in the more, never a bar. Hey, ten in the more, two to the P. Nothing to you, but it's something to me. Hands up as ever, and cute as can be. You can watch on YouTube with for free. This one time for the Twitch. This one time for the text. This one time for the phone line. Whole time, wonder what they gonna do next. You know, I, I just wish you guys would stop the quibbling. Ah, welcome on in, everybody. It is Tobin and Leroy here with you, 560 WQAM. Happy Friday, everybody out there. Happy Friday, Frog Boy. Happy Friday, dude. Uh, Leroy is out today. We uh, wish Leroy and the Hordes a happy graduation day. Yes, yes. Uh, for Fonz and uh, can enjoy themselves this weekend as they get into it. That's a fantastic day that should be celebrated. And so uh, he is out today. He's going to enjoy the long weekend, a well-deserved long weekend. How are you, buddy? How was your night last night? You were at a you uh, you put together this this Crowder Uncensored, uh, a worldwide event. It is uh, sweeping all over the gram. How did it go last mm, night? It went excellent, man. It went all I can ask for. It was a star-studded event, Tobes. Wow. Yeah, there was uh, Fred. Taylor. Who was there? Fred Taylor was there. Wow. Uh, still looks like he could play. I'm not gonna lie to you. I told him that too. Told him that. Thick. Beefy. Uh Michael Vick was there. Really? Yes, I got to tell him that he is Did he fly in or does he live down here? You know, that's a good question. I didn't ask him. I kept my interaction mm. very brief. Like, hey, you're my favorite player in Madden. And then I walked away creepily. Uh did you really tell him that? I he was my favorite player in Madden. He's unstoppable. He was unstoppable. Fair point. Uh, who else was it? Chad Ochozingo tweeted out that he was there. Yes, indeed. He was there. Uh, also still looks like he can play, man. Still in good shape. Uh, Jerome Baker. 
Let me tell you something. Oh, how's he walking? He's you, you wouldn't have known. He has a small little limp, but you wouldn't have known. Honestly, not only that he he has an injury, but also that uh it, man for a linebacker, like he he looks like he can play like, you know, slot receiver or something like that in that he's slim, like, slender. Slim and slender, but when he puts yeah. on those pads, you know, it's a different story. Yep. Uh, who else was there? Channel Seven was there. Uh, I saw you got the you got newsmen out there. Yes, indeed, Mr. Donovan Campbell and a bunch of uh, media members uh, that I was very pleased to see out there. So, like I said, it was a star-studded event. How? Uh, so, what was it? It was like stories. It was jokey jokes. Like, how did it roll last night? So, initially, it was uh, supposed to be interview style, in that Crowder and I would be sitting down talking about his, you know, his wildest stories up until getting drafted. What it ended up turning into is a uh, uh, Crowder wanted to give a shot at doing some, doing it like uh, your your standard stand up style. Really? So, like a one-man show or like he was doing punchlines? So he was doing like punchlines and stuff. Wow. Like he had, a, you know, it was his stories that he was telling, but there was jokes woven into these stories. And, you know, a lot of it was good. A lot of it surrounded his, his upbringing. And he would mention things about his father who also played in the NFL for the Dolphins. And his father was front row. So, you know, he'd say something and it'd be like, you can ask him. He's literally right here. So... <laughs> Uh, it was a good time. He did about an hour straight. He did an hour straight, so that he was impressive. Talk. Yeah, it was it was a it was a good night, man. I did five minutes up top. Uh, Luis Diaz did about ten minutes after, and then I did another five minutes. What did you do? A lot of observational humor about being an amphibian. I did. I was like, wow. Let me is- tell you something about flies. <laughs> okay. Yes, they yeah. don't go down easy. Yeah, they uh, they didn't really understand it. They didn't really understand what I meant. Um, I mean, your audience is very specific to, you know, amphibians. Yeah, I'm sure, sure the pond it would kill. I, Patrick Mahomes would have loved it. It would have been great there. But I get it. <laughs> other than that, <laughs> other than that uh, yeah, no one, uh, no one was as pleased as I was. Well, you look like you had a better night than, uh, than I did because well, I watched the Heat get down 33 to 8 <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the Chicago Bulls. Eric Spolstra, I don't think I've ever seen him call two time. I, like he called a timeout, and then I was like two. And there was like three straight more three pointers, and he goes, "All right, I'll try this again. Another timeout. Okay, eh, let me let me throw a little R.J. Hampton out there. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, let me just throw stuff against the wall. Yeah, that surprisingly worked. They did get back in the game. Yeah. They got it to within three in the second uh, in the second quarter, but. Yeah, that was a brutal start. That was the, that looked like a team that uh like the Heat looked like they rolled out of bed, yeah, hung over from the night before, and we're like, oh yeah, <laughs> basketball game tonight. Basketball. And it, it it took. It, I mean, they were they were stuck in the blocks in that one. Now yeah. speaking of blocks, though, mm. ooh, uh, did you see the Jamal Kane block? Did you happen to see that circulate in social media? Kane train, baby, dude. Well, wow. I saw that happen in front of me, and I was like, "Oh, that's right, you were boots on the ground." I was boots on the ground, and I was yeah. like, "Did did did he get posterized, or did he stop that? Yeah. Did he stop that?" But then I knew that he stopped it because the ball just kept going and swung to Jaime for a three ball. I was like, "Yeah, How God's green earth could Jamal slender Jamal Kane? He just he took that tomahawk and he said, "No, sir, no, sir." Yeah, and it started a little uh, a little runsky there for the Heat. That was probably the best part of the game, though, because they couldn't stop Kobe White. 
Vucevic was like, I oh. mean, it was prime 2016 Orlando Magic heat killer Vucevic last night for the uh, for the Chicago Bulls. DeRozan did his thing where he was flirting with Pat Riley. He's like, please trade for me. Oh. You know, so he was getting some key baskets. And then they had some dude, uh, Dasunwu, I think is his name. Io, he was, that dude didn't miss. Yeah. Couldn't miss. You probably thought, oh, they lost Alex Caruso. Great. No. This guy comes in there, and he looks like this this side of Jamal Crawford. He was like unstoppable. It was it was very annoying, yeah. very annoying, yeah, very annoying. That block. So they end up losing. Yeah, they end up losing last night. Tough one. Um, you know, kind of, yeah, just kind of a whole home game because like they could just they got it very very close, but they never had that run that got the lead last night. So, like, it felt like the building was always just kind of on pins and needles. Like, all right, come on, we get crazy yeah. here? Can we get crazy? And then, no, Kobe White got a basket. No. Um, Kyle Lowry played yeah. yesterday. He decided, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you a good effort today. Yeah, Kyle was good yesterday. It wasn't like anybody me. was bad yesterday. It was defensively. They were awful. They yeah. just, like, they couldn't stop anybody. Poor Orlando Robinson got, got taken into uh, the, the torture chamber by Nick Vucevic. He's like, oh young center i could use all of my my post moves on him yeah, and he yeah. did he definitely did and he, and he did and then you know i don't know like end of the game it just kind of all fell apart it looked like the heat had put so much effort into coming back they're like i don't have another one of these in us it's december 15th yeah so a good day to you bulls we will uh we'll catch you on the next one so let's get to some headlines brought to you by the new palmetto ford truck super center why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Is that a Pop-Tart? No, this is Crowder powder. You ever heard of Crowder oh. powder? <laughs> I saw him on, isn't it seasoning? It's on it Instagram, yeah? Meat and veggie powder. I have way too much of this. I don't know why. I How something. much did he give you? So there was boxes of it, and I just thought it was funny if I kept taking them and putting them in my pocket because it just seems like, look what I have in my pocket. But now I have 47 packs of Crowder powder. So And now you need to barbecue. <laughs> now I need to barbecue. Uh, here's our exposure after the game. Uh, this is what he had to say on uh, the heat, you know, not being able to stop a nosebleed late. I, I, I seem to say that uh, a lot. You do have to credit them. They jumped all over us. I, I ended up having to call two timeouts, and I think I had to do that in two quarters. Uh, and then um, – found myself with the only one at the end um but you know we didn't start the game with a lot of juice uh and we're not going to make any excuses uh, about it um you know i've been shortened the rotation and you got to go for wins whenever you can get them and um we started out a little bit sluggish but i loved uh, the spirit uh that everybody brought in that second quarter and we got right back into the game and it was a game uh, in the second half and uh, you know, they they definitely made more plays uh, down the stretch. Uh, we had some uh, dif- defensive breakdowns um, that led to some open shots. And, uh, you know, you have to do different things when you when you have somebody like DeRozan uh, and you don't have a switchable guy like uh, like Bam. And they, uh, you know, they they took advantage of that and, and got some open uh, shots from there. But there were also some, some breakdowns that led to some uh, fouls and uh, opportunities for them to get to the free throw line uh, that also proved to be uh, costly. 
certainly costly and you never you usually hear eric spolstra even mention somebody who doesn't play they all miss bam they miss bam so much i miss him i miss bam yep he was he was so good and he hasn't played in a while and i want him back i don't want to not have bam on a bio anymore i'm tired of this any word on on him coming back dude no, no Not word on him. I think that uh, there's been reports from uh, from the beat guys that he uh, that it's probably sometime in the next week. I know Tyler. I saw an Irish story like Tyler. I think told him in the locker room last night that he's targeting Monday or Wednesday of next week. Nice. So, I mean, hopefully, look, you got this is a week. Like I, I don't know if they could have dialed it up or what, but it is the Bulls. They're not very good. They're just they're kind of just a pain in the ass team for the Heat to play, and that that can happen, especially against these high offensive teams that are just going like with crazy pace. And then the Heat have just no resistance inside. It's very annoying. Yeah. They don't have anybody because all of their centers are offensive centers. Like with the Bam, you have Thomas Bryant, offensive center, Orlando Robinson, young, kind of an offensive center, not very good at rebounding. Um, Wish I would have known that. Sometimes a chili pepper on him. I mean, like it. <laughs> He'll do some things that like are really pretty. You're like, oh man, that Orlando Robinson's got some skills. But like yeah. sometimes Jimmy Butler will pass in the basketball and he's looking at the bench and it hits him in the back and that causes a turnover. <laughs> okay. And sometimes when he's looking for a rebound, I don't feel like he locates it very quickly. And I'm like, oh, man. So he's young and then they're putting Kevin Love and you know, Kevin Love the, Kevin Love had a great sequence in the third quarter where like he's getting rebounds and he's doing that Kevin Love cannon thing where he's outlet passing and getting guys going and then he hit a couple of threes. Yeah. But you know, he's Kevin Love, like he's never been a defensive guy, you know? Yeah. Oddly enough, like what's his best defensive play? Probably on Steph Curry at the end of the finals. Oh, that's and, about, you know that's what? like but it's a good one to have. It's such a great be play because we're so surprised he did it. You yeah. know, typically, all he did was stay in front of Steph Curry. But we're like, oh, look at Kevin Love. <laughs> look at him play defense. He is big. Genius. Yeah, for sure. Kevin, Steph Curry's like, ah, pff, Kevin Love. But he's like, oh, he is kind of big. Yeah. You brought up a good point. Uh, I don't think it was this game. I think it was the second one against Char- um, Charlotte. That uh, you wish you can bet the over-under on Kevin Love passing yards. And uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> he, loves, he, he loves just cranking out. He gets so mad when nobody's looking for him. He's like, oh, <laughs> he like He's always looking for that. I think uh, that inspires uh, a top five double dip that'll be coming up. Top five things I wish I can bet on that aren't really sports related. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's Low Dog after the game on uh, the Heat's uh, struggles. Bam's, uh, you know, and uh, one guy that we can do a lot of switching and it kind of, you know, stops that drive and penetration uh, on the defensive end. but, you know, we have enough different type of coverages where we can be there, be there earlier. Um, you know, they were moving the ball really well tonight. You know, they really attacked us. And they really got downhill. I think Kobe White in the second or third or fourth quarter, I mean, he had like five, six laps that were straight to the rim. Um, you know, they did a good job of spacing us out and getting to their spots. And, uh, I mean, they had four guys with 20 points. DeSumo, 10 for 12. He had one of his better games and got out in transition and played really well. Yeah, that guy was amazing. Uh, very frustrating. Anyway, Heat lose last night. Panthers. I didn't catch the game, but I saw that they all lost again for nothing. So yeah, what's up with apparently that? The, apparently, the offense hasn't gone out west with the Panthers. They've been skunked for. They've been outscored eight nothing in the last two games. Very odd for them. Um. So yeah, 
And then uh, when we come back, uh, we all have to laugh at the Chargers because oh, holy crap. Dude, what the hell? Ooh, back up to this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I keep my hands on myself. Think I'll dust them all, put them back up on the shelf. Kiss my little baby girl as a knee. Am I coming out of left Oh, welcome back, you rascals. Tobin and Leroy here with you. Taking you up until 2 here on the program. Got a lot of stuff coming up here today. Going to talk a little UFC today. Got a couple of heavy hitters joining the program. We're going to talk to Cody Nolove Garbrandt later on this hour. Former champion of the world. One of the greatest championship performances of all time. No love. That's his, uh, that's his nickname. No love, dude. That's pretty cool. No love. That's Have tough. you ever did? I, you, you, I don't know how new you are into UFC, Marcos, or not, yeah. but Cody Garbrandt won the belt at 25, which is really rare. I mean, like it's not very common for people to win the belt that young. Usually, mm-hmm. um, usually, like guys are like 30, 29, 28, 31. This guy won the belt at 25. Now, after mm-hmm. he won the belt, hard times, daddy. Like he. <laughs> uh, he was getting. Uh, he had a huge robbery with TJ Dillashaw. There was like a big gym beef. Yeah, and uh, he got knocked out by TJ Dillashaw twice. Oh, um, one of the fights was pretty competitive, but it was quick. And then the other one, he got stunk. He he got a uh, he got smoked. But um, but this dude, I mean, man, when he won the championship against Dominic Cruz, one of the best performances of all time. Yeah, was so it he's like back, a like, all-around performance? Was it? Dude, like, it was like he was like popping and locking oh. in this fight and like bashing in Dominic Cruz's face. And Dominic Cruz at the time was like one of the most elusive, hardest to hit fighters. You know, probably the best one thirty-five champion of all time. Oh, uh, Dominic Cruz, and he he toyed with him. It was amazing. So, talk to him, Steve Wonderboy Thompson. We're also going to have on the show today. Ooh. And then uh, we got to gamble today because oh. it's it's Friday, and that means our Hard Rock Better the Weekend is coming on up. And there's a lot of things we could get, but we got Heat. We could gamble on Marcos. We could yep. gamble on Panthers. We could gamble on Canes basketball. We mm-hmm. could gamble on the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. We could gamble on Jake Paul tonight. Oh, that's we could gamble tonight? on UFC. I don't know what our Hard Rock Pick of the Week is going to be. We got Ooh. so many things that we could go to. It's crazy. I'm also a little worried about the Miami Dolphins. I, I got to be honest yeah. with you. Listening to the press conferences yesterday, if I had to grade vibes, I would put them at an all-time low for the Miami Dolphins, and that concerns me going into this game. I know the concern should be on, oh, my God, are we really starting a center who hasn't played in four years? 
that probably should be my number one concern. My number one concern is vibes. Ah. And I don't like the vibes right now. And we'll we'll get into that. But the people, before we do that, yes. we have to take this moment, if, if we could, and laugh at the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Because this team, okay. who the Miami Dolphins beat in week one, tremendous game. They yesterday got absolutely throttled on Thursday night football by the Las Vegas Raiders to which when somebody said, have you seen the score? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? 35, nothing in the second quarter. I was like, excuse me. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. this Brandon Staley, if you could get this bar, I'll just say this clip from him. I don't know if you have it ready, yeah, 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 but yeah. Uh, this guy is so fired. Like oh. sometimes, sometimes, it doesn't even need to be a debate. Some things in sports, we could debate a lot. Oh, should he keep his job? If that's a debate topic today on first take and get up, it's a waste of time. That's a waste of of graphics because it shouldn't be, will he get fired? It's how is he not fired already? Because yeah. Richard Sherman was calling for his job at halftime, and I don't really have a good disagreement for Richard Sherman other than he was starting Easton Stick. But the bigger problem was, this guy couldn't stop giving up touchdowns, and he calls the defensive plays. He is their fangs. You know, you think a lot of these nerdy young coaches, you think, oh, offensive guru. Yeah. No, Staley, defensive guru. That's supposed to be his thing, and they stink at it. And so now, look, don't let this uh, hide the fact that Justin Herbert, boy wonder, everybody's favorite quarterback, uh, has a little, little finger. And also, his team is 500, and Tua kicked his ass this year. I just want to be sure we don't forget. Let's not bury the lead on his coach being a bum just because his coach is a bum. But I will say for Justin Herbert, coach killer. Okay. I mean, if you get two head coaches fired, yeah. what does that make you? Not The coach killer. Coach killer. That's what he is. Yep. I mean, anybody else would get that reputation. He's a coach killer. For sure. Um, but that's fine. They'll, 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 once again, they'll find another scapegoat for for everybody's favorite long-haired, dull quarterback who you know throws a, a a hoosh throw every now and then, a real piss whistle once in a while, you know, like like yeah. like an eclipse. But Brandon Staley, he's so fired. I don't know what to tell you. And yesterday, he uh, got some of the business from the reporters, and here he was. What could you have done differently in, in preparation to get these guys better prepared to play tonight? It, everything. I didn't do anything well enough to get us ready to play tonight. So if that's the case, then why why should you be the coach if, if that if that games games like this games like this happen in the NFL to every coach that's ever coached in this league. You can look at any great coach that's ever coached in the league. Sometimes games like this happen, and I don't need to retrace history, but it's just it's part of sports sometimes there are games where it doesn't go right none of it and you got to put it behind you and you got to move on to the next thing uh, ladies okay. and gentlemen i like to call that the manny diaz <laughs> oh okay. i was a bum but other people have been bums at this time too don't <laughs> think you know, lsu once lost to troy that is a classic manny diaz <sighs> move of i know i suck tonight yeah. but in the history of football other people have sucked too <laughs> in the great history of football people have sucked yeah, I'm like, Brandon, bum bum, come over here. Uh, yeah, dude, but you're not Bill Belichick. You don't have the credentials. You don't you don't have the resume to stand up to this. And you were just lashing out at people the other day. Oh, I'm not giving up. 
defensive play calling duties, which eh, whatever. Like I usually when it's uh that when oh somebody gives up duties, all this type of stuff, that's that's a bad sign. You yeah. you, you you dance with the one that brought you. Uh, even if the one that brought you should live under a bridge because he's a bum and warms his hands with a flaming barrel of garbage. Okay. So I'm just letting you know, this guy is fired. I'll report that right now. Brendan Tobin is reporting. <laughs> okay, wow. Breaking that news. That Brandon Staley has been fired as the Chargers head coach. I don't know when, but yeah. he has been fired. For sure. Just be, I'm breaking that right now. Uh, I don't even need any credit. I just need to let you guys know that Brandon Staley is Actually, put the headline as Brandon Staley is so fired, so fired that he's so fired. Yeah, you don't even need to like debate. So, if anybody's debating this today on first take, whatever show, undisputed, it should not be. Should he? Why isn't he fired already? Like that's and I guess the only answer right now could be it's seven thirty a.m. in the West Coast. Huh. So when business hours hit and they get to you know, office hours and he gets into the office, although he should probably be there, you know, sleeping on his couch, crying, um, <laughs> cleaning out his locker. He definitely is getting fired now mm. again, though. Let's just not bury the lead. All right. This is Justin Herbert's fault. Okay. This guy is supposed to be some QB savior. And instead the dude's a, you know, the dude couldn't stay healthy this year. And I was told, I don't know about what you were told Marcos, but yeah. I was told, Franchise QB is supposed to stay healthy. You know, this is not one of these things where, you know, if 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 you're a quarterback and you miss games and you've been paid, well, that's on you. The best ability is availability. And all of a sudden, he doesn't have his piss whistle quarterback out there mm-hmm. who's now going to get his second head coach fired. One would have to think, is that not on this, uh, you know, phenom God's gift to quarterbacking? That everybody says is the best. Well, then why is he going on to his third head coach by next year? Just food for thought. Chew on it. Because a lot of the times, this is like, you know, Josh Allen getting Ken Dorsey fired. Ah. It's like, well, we're kind of lashing out here, are we not? You're firing Ken Dorsey? What the hell did he do? But, of course, you won't blame. No one's going to blame Justin Herbert. Not going to happen. Because he's he's everybody's little QB baby. You treat him like a grown man, all right? Stop treating him like he's a baby, all right? He doesn't suck on a pacifier, all right? Mm. Maybe he should. I don't know. Mm. But, like, enough of this already. So, yes, Brandon Staley is a bum. His coach is a bum and deserves to get fired. But also, he has a he has a piece in that. Yeah, for I mean, sure. Come, come, come through in some of these late games, Justin. True. I Maybe mean, the record would be a little bit better. Collapse last year, 60-something points this year. I know Herbert wasn't in the game, but it's like, I mean, he has, he's had talent. It's not like he hasn't had talent. He has an amazing receiving core. He's he's had amazing running backs. He has a good defense. He's a coach killer, dude. Did I see a screenshot yesterday of Austin Eckler giving a first down signal down 50? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did that happen in the game? I was at the Heat game. I'm sorry if I missed it. I'm just did that happen yesterday? Did he actually signal first down? I saw I saw the same thing. That's Who's wild, that? dude. Oof. All right. Yeah. Man. A guy who's not a bum. Mm. A former champion. Oh. Something Justin Herbert will never be. Nope. Cody Garbrandt joins us next. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Come on. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's on this town tonight. 
Roman and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Huge fight weekend coming up. UFC 296 available for you on pay-per-view, but a stacked card. You got the former champ, Cody Garbrandt, is going to be there taking on Brian Kelleher. Champ, thanks so much for the time, man. Really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me on, man. It's the last one of the day, so uh, it's a good one. Yeah, well, I want to ask you this, man. My son and I were talking about this. He's he's seven. He's uh, talking about he wants his dad to come to school. He wants to tell people what they do. I got to imagine if that was your kid, dad comes to school, gets to explain what to do. You have to that, that nobody could top your job for your kid. That must have you ever had the opportunity to do this? And if so, uh, imagine that you must be the rock star of this. Um, not yet. You know, my son's in kindergarten, but, uh, you know, I, you know, in pre preschool, we had to drop him off, walk him in his class. Sometimes I had black eyes or stitches in my eyes and the kids would be like in his class. Like, oh, and everybody knows, you know, no, knows of it. So it's, uh, he kind of guys, you know, explain to me, yeah, my dad's a fighter. That's why he has uh black and black eyes all the time or stitches in his face, you know? So he gets a kick out of it. I mean, he, he's, he, he enjoys it. Oh man, you bring the belt there. That's a wrap. Like you're you're oh, the God. you're the rock star of show and tell. Yeah, I'll come in and say I'm a WWE wrestler, and that'd, that'd be the best, you know. That's uh absolutely so like, but it is one that's gotta be a cool feeling for you as a dad because like most kids, they all think that their dad could beat up anybody in the world. You actually it actually happens to be true. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's funny. Kai um we'll go out, you know, do things. And, you know, obviously we have some, you know, some fans or supporters that come up that want a picture, or, you know, just, just to meet you, which I, I absolutely love. I, I love in, interaction with my, with my fans who truly support me. And early on, you know, Kyle would always be, you know, like they'd walk away and Kyle would always want to be in the picture. And like, too, the, the, we have so many, I'm sorry, a lot of fans have Kyle just in there posing or someone at the peace sign. And he, he'd walk away and he'd be, um, he'd always ask, he goes, hey, dad, he goes, why does, why does everybody love you? You know what I mean? So, like, early on for me, I was like, wow, I was like, this is, you know, my four-year-old son asking that. I had to explain to him. I said, Kai, I said, you know, I was able to do uh, an amazing accomplishment, you know, being a UFC world champion. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, like what I do as, as a career, you know, like daddy fights on TV. So they want to come out and meet me and, you know, they support me. So I kind of got to explain it to him. But, you know, just, you know, just a brutally honest kid. He goes, Dad, why does everybody like you? I remember we, we were out with um, you know, where we were at, maybe in, in Vegas at a mall or, or something, I had a, a few people come up with pictures and he just was young. And he was like, Hey, why does everybody love you, dad? And the, so for me, it kind of was like, put in perspective, like he's always watching, you know what I mean? He's always watching like an engagement and seeing like, you know, who, 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 who is his dad? He was a real dad. So I, I'm glad that I get to share that with him and understand like what part of me, what I was able to do. And he's actually, uh, well, he'll be in attendance uh, this Saturday for my first fight. So he's never been to one of my fights. He's always watching my TV. So, you know, he's super excited. He's like, dad, um, it was so funny. I was trying to get a little piece of his candy today, acting like, or no, it's a couple of days ago. And I was like, you know, let me get a little piece of that. He's going, dad, you can't. He's like, you got a fight coming up. He's like, you can't, you can't. After the fight, you can't, you know. So he he, he keeps me honest with it. So uh, I'm excited for him to be in, 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 you know, attendance to watch me fight. This will be his first one live. So I'm very excited. Uh, you know, he'll get to see, you know, firsthand what I do. That's awesome, dude. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a Goosey's moment as a dad, man. So congratulations yeah. for that one, man. Uh, this matchup against Brian Kelleher, what are the things that you feel like you got to do to have success and get the win? I know just be myself. You know, um, at the end of the day, anyone I face, any of my adversaries, just be myself, have fun, 
you know, have little reads, little things that I, I can do inside there, you know, obviously, you know, my speed, my power, my vision inside there, just pick my shots and, and just have fun at the end of the day. You know, it's, it's a fight. It's a 15 minute fight, you know, go out there and, and, and showcase my skills, my hard work, my heart, you know, my, you know, warrior mindset and just go in there and just, uh, you know, have fun at the end of the day. I think that we are so consumed on wins and losses that we let it deter away from, what we actually and why we actually started this career is because we loved it and we, we had fun with it, you know? So I think just keeping it fun and doing what I do. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned your special accomplishment. I've, I don't think I've ever seen anybody have as much fun in the octagon as you did when you had your, your championship fight and you won that thing. What is it like? like it, what is it like finding your flow like that in a, in a fight? I mean, it just, it, it was such a marvelous thing to see. And then at the highest stakes, with the highest pressure, I can't imagine being loose because you already do a crazy thing for a living, but doing it with that stakes to be at that level, it, it seems insane. Yeah, you know, you have uh, people that talk about flow state, you know, whether they're athletes or their business, you know, like whatever endeavor they do um, to, to talk about it, but to actually live out into a flow state performance, it's pretty amazing. It feels like you're, you're you know, oddly enough, it's you're not inside there, you're outside looking up above, you know, that's what I felt like. I saw everything just was just living the moment, um, enjoying myself. And all week, you know, for that fight, week was my first world title, you know, and, um, you know, Woodley was like, Hey man, you only fight for one world title first, you know, you only have one first world title. So just take it all in, you know, and, uh, you know, so that's that, that right there was a, it was a huge thing that I just kept thinking, Hey, you know, like this is just, you know, be engaged, be present, you know, don't think of what if, you know, what if this happens with this happens. Cause there's so many unanswered things that I had going on in my career. Can I go five rounds? Could I, you know, catch this Houdini of Dominic Cruz that was a ghost inside there that was so hard and so elusive to hit and figure out his unorthodox striking and, and, and footwork patterns. Um, but, Truly, I just believed in myself and was so thankful and happy to be there through everything that I, you know, had to overcome to get to this point at 25 years old, under two, two years in the UFC. It was my sixth fight in the UFC. Um, you know, I was just living in the moment and enjoying it and just believed in my skill and believed in what I was able to do. It's pretty wild, Cody, because you're doing something at that age is not done now. Most guys are about the age you're at. So... Right like do you feel like that title run is still there because it's plenty of time man like you have 32 you know that's most people's primes and you've already been to the mountaintop so you know the path to get there so i guess what's the mindset i guess for this chapter of your career and getting back to there well the mindset's always been you know to be the best you know if i didn't want to you know be the best i wouldn't be in this sport i could walk right tomorrow and be happy with what i was able to accomplish but truly believe i'm the best in the world and i have another opportunity this saturday to showcase the reason why you know some people i'm gonna have to remind uh, on saturday who i am but uh, at the end of the day i know who i am and just filled with gratitude to be in this position have a great camp uh be on a big card here in las vegas uh, go get a win against you know a, a veteran and brian keller um but for me, it's just, you know, enjoying it, enjoying it. Because we don't know when the last time that I can step inside this octagon. We don't know our last breath is. We could, you know, crazy things happen in this life. You know, nothing's for granted. Take nothing for granted. So uh, just being engaged, being, you know, excited, thankful. Uh, go make weight tomorrow. Refuel with the family and the team. And, and just go have fun. That's in the, the day, like – like I said earlier, like I think we are so judged off of wins and losses that we let that dictate 
you know, stress and pressure and, and takes the, the fun out of it. You know, it's, it's not, it's, it's a stressful career. You know what I mean? It is, but uh, we can control what we control and go inside the octagon and just prepare ourselves for the best and hope for the worst <laughs> and wish for the best. Sorry. Uh, come on, we'll get you out of here. Uh, we're down here in Miami. We got a card coming up uh, in, in March with uh, your weight classes championship, Sean O'Malley, Cheeto Vera rematch. How do you think that fight goes down? It's it's different, you know. I think it's a different fight, you know. I think uh, Cheeto's looked great his last fight, you know. He's you know, the last few he was kind of like ah, oh, slow starter. You catch him in the end, but you know, I think the last one, the Pedro fight, you know, Pedro stuff, he was able to you know stick to the game plan and, and get the win. Um, then you have Sugar, you know, that was able to you know knock out Aljamain. I just think Aljamain was pushed too much. Um, and to, to have a too much to turn around, he cuts a lot of weight. I think it was just taxing on his body. And I've been there, you know, I, I spoke with Ajman, we train a lot. Um, you know, obviously at the VOC performance too. Um, you know, it was like one of those fights that you get there and you're like, man, I just don't want to be, I don't want to fight, you know, kind of like you almost get there. And like, after it was like, ah, I lost, but all right, I'm glad that it's over with kind of thing. And uh, I think that just uh, a lot of things and reasons probably why that he had that feeling. I've known I've, I've been there and, and a lot of those, not just because I've lost, it's just because of you go in there and you're just not wholeheartedly into it. And it's, it's tough, man. You have to have, you know, work hard, believe in yourself, a lot of luck in this game too, you know, showing up on the right day, making the right weight cut, no injuries, peaking on fight day. It's a lot that goes into to, into to a victory, you know, and especially at the highest level, you know, everyone, the UFC stuff, there's the, the sports evolve so much um, every six months. It's always new techniques and new fighters and new, new stars arising. So, you know, everyone that steps on the UFC is giving it up and dedicated their life to make it there. So, um, it just, you know, one of those things that I'm, I mean, he's got, Tito's got the win over him. I'm not, I'm not too sure, you know, he gets it done again. I'm leaning towards him because he's got the victory over him. Um, but also when you're the champion, you got the championship confidence, you know what I mean? And, and, and eyes and, and the motivation. I'm not saying that Cheeto doesn't. I think he's a very driven individual, especially in fighting and especially where he's came from with this country and, you know, where he's able to rise up and, uh, success that he's had and same with, uh, same with sugar. You know, I think that he's, um, you know, he's been, Groomed well in the UFC, you know what I mean. Groomed well, um, you not know. The same, got, not the same as yeah. you, man. Like that's no, no. role. Like you were like in the Shark Tank immediately. Yeah, I came out. I was calling the shots. I wanted the big title. I wanted the big fights, and I got that. You know, those guys. I was 25 years old as a world champion, 11 and 0, under two years in the UFC. Um, I was a world champion, but you know, I think they were groomed. You know, I think Sugar Sean was groomed well. He needed to be. I think they'll think if they put him in, you know, at the top with a lot of those fighters, then early on he wouldn't have had the success that he's had. But hey, hats off to him. You know, he's got a rematch with Cheeto. I think that's a, a, a good fight. Uh, I'll be in attendance. Uh, I'm excited to go down to Miami and yeah. watch that so, right. Yeah. You know, maybe I have to do an in studio uh, interview. Love That'd it. be great. Hey, would love it, dude. Well, I was actually that was actually going to be my next question because uh, I don't know if that's too quick a turnaround or what. But you get the victory. Would that interest you at all being on that card, or you want to be in attendance watching that card? You know, I like to be in attendance. Uh, my son's birthday is the twelfth, so you know, I kind of have to you know have camp around that. But I mean, the ninth would be good. Who, who knows? 
who knows what happens you know uh, i'll stay ready I, I i train year round i'm always ready my weight's always in uh phenomenal uh condition to be able to you know do the weight drop i have dr capo as my nutritionist and obviously work with the ufc performance institute as well a nutritionist so yeah i'm just i'm always ready man i'm always ready especially you know they throw you in there if someone you want to fight he's going to be but you know i'm looking forward to saturday and i have a big call after saturday Hey, man, thanks so much for the time, Cody. We appreciate it. Uh, enjoy this week. Enjoy it with your son. That's so cool. And uh, it's always a thrill to watch you fight, man. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Right. Take care. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.